Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and of course those amazing relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So do you ever feel inept at communicating your wants, needs, and desires with your partner? Perhaps you're speaking two different languages, but screaming the same things. That's where a man whisperer comes in. Today, we're going to be talking to our celebrity guest about how a man whisperer can be your translator, your connector, your synthesizer, and partner to help you connect or reconnect with your partner. But before we get into our show, let's remind everyone to join us at Naughty in Orleans this July, July 24 to 28, 2019. It is the largest lifestyle convention in the world for couples with over 1,300 couples. This event is not only a full takeover of two of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, but it takes over the amazing and sexy Bourbon Street as well. This is A Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David, and we're so excited to introduce Laurel House, who's a published author, an international celebrity dating relationship empowerment and performance coach, expert for Match.com, and host of the Man Whisper podcast. She's direct, focused, passionate, strong, and feminine and focuses on authenticity and truth. Can she do anything else? <laughs> it seems like like she's the woman of all men's needs and requirements. Laurel, thanks so much for your time. Um, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So it seems that you are an expert in the whole thing of surrounding men. Tell us how you got into this and your the background and your backstory of how you got to where you are today. It started with writing. I was a journalist writing for various magazines, including uh, Men's Journal, Playboy, FHM, Men's Health. And I was writing about dating, relationships, also sex. I was testing vibrators. I was interviewing uh, sex and relationship experts and, and using a lot of the advice that they were giving me in my own life, good and bad, and, and sort of using my life as... Um, as the guinea pig for a lot of my my dating philosophies. And I had a lot of personal experience in relationships and marriage and started um, writing about my experiences personally and talking about them on YouTube. And I, I've, I've written several books. My, my fifth was called Screwing the Rules, The No Game's Guide <laughs> to Love. And, um, and I, I had a lot of people who were asking for advice on YouTube. I was giving free advice and realized I should start charging for this. And that's how I became a coach. So oh, it, wow. it was sort of a meandering uh, trajectory, but, but it's gotten me here. That's very cool because, you know, we um, have our super successful radio show because of our little story. Uh, we started off when Carol's ex-husband married my ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all have strange ways to go about it and to get to get from there to here. And uh, 
I, I think that that's what that's what makes everyone so human and relatable. It and, does. It does. And, and then, we truly believe that we were meant to be together. So that was just how it happened. And so, you know, there's lots of things that happen in our lives and everybody wants some type of guidance and they want the shortcuts. And I guess one of, that's one of the reasons that you're so popular, that you're able to give that information. Yeah, you know, my book prior to Screwing the Rules was called Quickie Chicks Cheat Cheat. And this was a book that was for women, but it was quick tips for everything in life because we all do want shortcuts and we want, we don't want or even have to have the experiences in order to extract the important information and lessons. Other people can do that for you. Like me, I've had a lot of experiences <laughs> and I have extracted uh, or overanalyzed and then extracted the lessons. And that's what I teach my clients. And I, I do a lot of that through, um, on a broader level, my man whisperer podcast, which I, I was called the man whisperer by one of my male clients. I, I have clients all over the world, men and women right now, primarily, um, well, about 70% men. I talk to them on the phone or video Skype, and, and I have men who they, they're not used to a woman giving it to them straight in, in the way that I do. And so this one guy said, God, you are the man whisperer. And I thought, wow, that's a great name. So, so from there, I developed the concept of man whisperer and, and the podcast, which is all about dating sex relationships and everything in between. And I, um, I have a co-host, Rob Mack, who was the dating coach on a show called Famously Single, which aired on E! Network, where he and I were dating coaches, coaching celebrities on how to be better in relationships. And so now um, he's sort of the soft, loving, um, uh, deep perspective. And I am the more brash in your face cussing perspective, which I kind of like the role reversal of the men and the male and female um, energy. And so we work really well together. And and the podcast is, um, is really not only fun, but has some great deep information. Now still work mostly with celebrities? No, I work with I, I mostly work with with normal people, um, <laughs> normal people. <laughs> celebrities, uh, celebrities were just for the TV show. I do have a couple of, of celebrities who I work with privately, but it's, um, but, but it's mostly normal people who have, who have the same problems as celebrities, because it doesn't matter what you do, um, your age, your sex, your interests, um, and where you live, your religion, your nationality, everyone is dealing with the same when it comes to dating relationships and sex. And that's what's so fascinating to me. It's very interesting that you say you're, the dynamics between you and Rob as co-hosts is you're the brash, naughty, crazy <laughs> one. And he's the more passionate, sensitive one. Because with Carol and I, I'm the same thing. I want to turn down the lights and I want to have the candles and the music and she just wants to get into bed sit on my cock fuck me and then get on with life <laughs> right and roll over and go to sleep come on <laughs> yes, yeah i mean it's but that's the thing that's so beautiful about relationships right is that it's it, it can be individual and it doesn't have to be any and it, it's actually not any cookie cutter in fact I've had people who ask me what's the craziest thing I've ever heard from my clients because I hear a lot of crazy shit. And um, my answer is nothing. Nothing is crazy. You know, it might be different from the or, norm or it's simultaneously. All crazy. <laughs> 
right or it's all crazy yes. it's just for me or or what's the weirdest thing that's uh-huh. that that's a, a better word choice okay. nothing for me is is weird it's all just personal well you know and we've been, we've someone, been We've been swingers for 13 years, and in our world, it's all good. It's all normal, and there's no judging anybody because as long as it's good exactly. for you and your partner, then it's good. And the reality is that you might look at someone and say, oh, that's a totally quote-unquote normal person. They probably have a, a boring average sex life, but you don't know what's happening behind closed doors, and you don't know what's happening even beyond closed doors in their mind. So many people have desires and needs and fantasies that they are too afraid to express and they're afraid because of fear of judgment or shame or insecurity in fact i have several male clients who i'm working with currently who have what they consider to be weird preferences and actually a a client last night texted me saying is there something wrong with me because i have these desires and i said no nothing is wrong with you it's just let's get to a place where you can accept and own and be comfortable and confidently vulnerable about what it is that you like and this is a married man who is on the outside you wouldn't think that that some of his desires and preferences are what they are and again there's nothing wrong with them it's the only problem is that he has a hard accepting it and he has a lot of shame wrapped around it so he's not allowing his wife in to his fantasies and and preferences and and it's creating a huge uh, not even disconnect, but a, a wall, a barricade between the two of them. So I'm actually working with both of them individually to help them to understand what their preferences are and what they like and what they don't like and what their limits are and how they can try to come together because they've so sexually grown apart and they've grown apart because of shame and lack of communication. And it's it's really sad for me to see it. And, Absolutely. and that's why... You know, I help them. Yeah, absolutely. It is sad. And in fact, if we were to dissect what happened in our previous relationships, you, you heard the story that my ex is his ex, but those relationships were failed relationships, mostly because we didn't express what we want in the bedroom either, um, just like that client that you're saying. And But from the outside, yeah. no one would ever have guessed that our relationship was in trouble. We looked like the perfect couples with our families and our cottages right. and all the things we did. And that was the kind of persona that we, we showed. But meanwhile, inside, we were hurting and sad and disconnected and we didn't search yeah. for help like you could have helped us perhaps um, yeah. and people don't know that they can get help so it's great this kind of work that you do and you make it public so that it's not so shameful to ask for help so that you can save those relationships that are really worth saving yeah because the, the problem is that if they don't get help it will continue to disintegrate and the shame can can come out in so many different ways. I even see with this this one client in particular, we haven't spoken in about two weeks because he has had things come up and he's had to cancel and he's going back to some of his old, unhealthy, toxic mm-hmm. habits within the relationship of self-hage and passive aggressive behavior and sending these weird cryptic text messages to his wife that are confusing her instead of sitting down and having a conversation. And the reason he doesn't have the conversation is because he's scared. Mm -hmm. And this is a burly guy who you would never look at a, oh, wow, this guy is afraid to talk to his wife about what he feels. And he is. And that's one of the things that I'm helping them with, not just 
when, when it comes to, to sex, but also when it comes to more than anything else, communication. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that's some of the things that you're helping people with, these mistakes that we make, just like you listed a couple there. But can you tell us what are the top mistakes that men actually make that turn women off or, or push them away? Well, a lack of communication is one of them. And that communication comes in aggressive behavior, behavior, passive aggressive behavior, um, shutting down, being cold. They can be sometimes a little too crude. So it communicate what it is that that makes you happy or turns you on or timing. You know, sometimes crude and in your face is good and other times it's not. So your your partner might not want you to just come behind her and grab her tits and say, hey, get on your knees and set my dick. She might in that moment need you to touch the back of her head and give her a kiss on her cheek and say, I love you. And that might turn her on and get the response that you want, which is you being able to grab her tits and her sucking your dick. But the, the way to go about it might be different in that moment or in general. She might not be the person who's crude and, and is okay with that until you're actually in the bedroom on the bed. Um, but in life, it might be a different approach. So having an understanding and communicating through what those preferences are and how to really how to manage each other, you know, how to, how to get what you want and how your partner can get what she wants too. And you're both not compromising. You're just expanding your perspective and allowing each other to be satisfied for your differences. Just because you have different ways of going about things doesn't mean that they're wrong and doesn't mean that you can't come together in the middle. It's just going to take patience. And that's, that's another problem is a lack of patience and wanting immediate gratification. And you want this, they want that. You might work on it for a couple of weeks and then say, what the fuck? Why isn't she giving this to me yet? I'm just forget it. Obviously we're different. Well, not necessarily. It's, it's been, weeks, months, years, decades building up to this disconnect that you guys have. And you need to be patient and work together and build up trust and build up the connection so that you can get to a place where you can both be uninhibited again, because we are safe, sexy, and seen are the three things that are most important to a woman in order for her to completely physically, emotionally, sexually open up to you. And if she doesn't feel those three things, then she won't. And if she does, she's not doing it from an authentic place. She's doing it from a place of disconnect where she might be emotionally separating from her body while she's having sex with you because she's just trying to give you what she thinks you want. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to keep going with Laurel, take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about, you know, the mistakes men make that turn women off and and some ideas and suggestions on how we can do things a little bit better. Let's remind everyone that this is a sexy lifestyle. We're Carol and David. We're talking with dating and relationship coach Laurel House from the Man Whisperer podcast. And we've been talking about how frustrating it can be for men who are desperate to find the love and the relationship they deserve. When we come back, we're going to find out more how romance fits into our dating style today. Stay tuned. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. 
So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own throes of passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and as you've heard, we're having an amazing discussion chatting with Laurel House, the man whisperer from the Man Whisperer podcast. And now we're going to get we're going to get down and dirty with Laurel and talk about how romance and sex affect our relationships. Yeah, there's so much stereotype surrounding the manly man or the macho guy who's expected to be strong and steady. And with our current culture, it's acceptable for men to like sex and be that macho dominant person. But what if that guy who loves to be pampered and romanced before having sex? Like it, me. Is he that common guy that you talk to? You know, it's interesting because I don't know that there's necessarily a type of guy who likes the romance. I think everyone likes romance in some way. They just might be suppressing it. Even the guys who like to get down and dirty and like to just fuck and like to have all the toys and and the craziness and the dirty talk. There's a side of them that does like to be held, even if that's something that they won't admit or they don't even know that they want yet because of conditioning, of uh, societal conditioning, expectation, the way that you were raised. But, but they really do want that love and that nurturing. And so regardless of what you think you want, it's important to try to incorporate this sometimes in your sex life. And that doesn't mean to you always have to be romantic. You don't have to switch from dirt being dirty to romantic. And you don't need to switch from being romantic to dirty. There is an in-between. There's a balance. It's just figuring out what your balance is. Just like there's a balance for what kind of toys, what kind of dirtiness you're going to incorporate. It's practicing and saying, oh, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. This works in this time. This doesn't work in this time. This works with this person or doesn't work with this person at this time. So it's all individual. It's It's all based on environment and situation, and it's all essential to practice and play with and see what works and what doesn't. And and it goes back that communication again because I like being that romantic guy, but I also like when Carol ties me down and holds me down and gets a little naughty and dirty and she's she's a dirty talker (laughs) Um, and then sometimes you know she does like when I give her the massage and hold her down a little bit so you know it's that moment and what's good today might be different tomorrow and you have to have that open dialogue like you were saying exactly and that's why check-ins are so essential so Mm -hmm. check-ins checking in with yourself and checking in with your partner checking in is basically just stopping and being present and thinking hi feeling what do I what do I really want what do I really need? 
let me just be honest with myself right now because I think I should want this or I'm used to doing that, but is that what, what, what's really necessary right now? So that's your, your personal check-in. And for some of my clients who aren't used to doing that, I actually have them set alarms on their phone oh, cool. um, at a certain time every day, three or four times a day to check in with themselves so that they stop just doing on autopilot and start feeling and being human beings instead of human doings. Then when it comes to your, it is having a check-in, you know, at the, at the end of the week or end of the month at the same time every week or every month where you sit and you talk about how are we doing? What, what are we doing well? What are we doing poorly? And not just talk in general, but have specific verticals that you guys discuss. So let's talk about our communication. Let's talk about our sex life. Let's talk about our social life. Let's talk about our whatever is important. And you talk about the same thing every single time that you have a check-in. And sometimes it's, we're doing great here. Okay, great. Let's move on. And you do it in a non-emotional way so that you can be really honest without having a defensive or offensiveness that comes in. And then having check-ins after sexual experiences at the beginning when you're trying to do different things. So this is something where I used to call this taking notes. And it's saying, okay, how was that for you? And not, you know, was that okay? Was I good enough? But how was that? Was that, did you like how how that felt? Would you like me to do more of less of that? A little bit different. Move to the left. Go a little deeper. Go a little softer. Um, and be able, maybe not talk about it as soon as you're done. Or maybe, maybe that's your pillow talk. Or maybe that's what you talk about when you're sitting on the sofa while movie together or over dinner if it's appropriate. And just being able to start to get in the habit of having this open and honest communication so that you aren't afraid to talk about what it is that you that you really need. It, and it, it's also okay to, to talk about fantasy and to bring something up that's really different or that you saw in a movie or that you heard on a podcast. And if you're afraid to say, you know, I was thinking that I want to do this, you could say, you know, I was listening to Laurel on the podcast and she suggested this. What do you think about that idea? So it's taking the onus off of you and putting it on me. And it makes it feel a little bit safer to try something different and new. And I really like that idea of checking in at a regular time once a week or once a month, whatever it is. And although Dave and I, for example, have wonderful communication and we do that check in after sexual activities. So we kind of know what we want, but we're constantly evolving. We're constantly learning new things, especially with our podcasts and being in the industry. And even as swingers, we check in while we're in our foursomes and moresomes and orgies to make sure that it's good for both of us and that, you know, it's still good for both of us, even 10 minutes later. You know, because when you have yeah. 10 different people doing different things, you still got to look out for your partner. And in the end, that's the person who you're going to go home with. And if things aren't good, well, it's okay to back out and say, you know what? This isn't good for us. We're going home. Um, you know, Carol's the best fucking in, in my life. And we don't need the orgy if it's not going to make us a stronger couple. And even though we have great communication. Uh, absolutely. We have great communication in sex before, during, and after, but I like the idea of having to make sure that all aspects of our life and our relationship, that things stay good. So I think I'm going to use that technique and make us a date every Friday noon or whatever it might be so that we can talk about all aspects. I mean, we're business partners. We work together. We live together. We spend a lot of time together, and we should do that check-in thing. We learn something new. I think it's great Every time we do a show, we love learning (laughs) something new. All right, I'm going to get into the next topic 
which is we were just on Naked Zook about it. Um, the, the girls from Naked News wanted to know how important is it for men to take care of their personal hygiene? You know, it's uh, essential. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, now, that being said, personal hygiene is different for everyone. So uh, when it comes to, for example, body hair, Mm -hmm. some women love body hair, some women hate it, some have a balance, some want a man to be totally shaved, some want a man to be very hairy, and that's not just on on the penis and the balls, but also on their chest. Mm -hmm. So it's communicating about what it is that your preferences are, because, and it's not about age, it's not just, well, he's older, therefore he likes this everyone has different preferences based on experiences and their perspectives created from those experiences. More than body hair, some women really like the smell of body odor in the armpits. That's a turn-on for them. A woman might want to actually sit and smell your armpit while having sex because it enhances her experience of the sex. Some people like cologne. Some people don't like cologne. So again, it's completely individual and it needs to be communicated, not in a way that is defensive, offensive, aggressive, passive aggressive. And that's why those check-ins are really great also because it allows for you to put aside all the emotions and just say, okay, what's your preference? Or should we try something new? I've never been with someone who has shaved their balls. I'd love to try that. Um, or maybe you should lately when you've been shaving, it's creating, uh, it gets a little bit um, hard. Your hair is getting a little hard yeah. as the back and that hurts my mouth. Yeah. So maybe don't shave for a while or, or whatever it is. It's communicating honestly and clearly and not taking anything personally, right. which mm-hmm. also means that the way that you present the information is not in a way to hurt each other. You always have to remember to have your partner's best interests and feelings in mind, just like you would want them to have your best interests and feelings in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that we all want to say is that if it's good for you, you can ask for it. But if he doesn't want to do it, there's got to be some compromise. For example, if I ask David to shave his chest and he doesn't want to do it, well, either I have to accept that he doesn't want to do it or he's going to compromise and do it for me. Or you're going to pull out the wax and wax my chest without me. (laughs) When you're sleeping. Yeah, tie me down. Well, what you said there is interesting because I I agree with what you said, but I don't agree with the word choice, compromise. I don't believe in compromise in relationships. And the reason is that for me, compromise means having less than, um, not being totally happy. I believe in expansion of your perspective. It's, you know, it is semantics and simultaneously semantics make all the difference. So I don't want you to compromise for me, but I'd like you to expand your perspective Mm, and maybe you can try to shave and, and that could be a different experience for you. And we can see how that feels for you. And maybe in, in, I'll expand my perspective and that you don't want me to shave my pubic hair, even though I really like it shaved, I'm going to expand my perspective and my experience for you. And maybe I'll find out that, oh, it's actually nice to not have to shave all the time and to not get the ingrown hair and not spend the extra time in the shower. So this is a really nice expansion of my perspective to allow you to have something that might end up being something that's good for me too. So in that, it's 
in order for us to expand our perspectives, we also want to try and understand each other's perspectives and be understanding. And the only way that we can be understanding and to understand is through communication. So it's, well, why is it that you want me to shave or not shave? And it might just be, I don't know. I just, I thought it would be interesting. I want to feel what it feels like. But generally, it's not just a, I don't know. There's generally some sort of a why behind it. So if you can figure out or think through what your why behind it and communicate it, then they might be able to be more on board without feeling like it's a compromise. That's great. So I want to I want to expand perspective a little bit into really having sex. So there's men out there who like having anal sex with their women. And it's yeah. like, okay, babe, I want to do you up the ass. And it's, 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 it's a guy thing. But lately, pegging has been coming in. And how would you talk to a couple where she's turning around and saying, well, babe, if you want to do me up the ass, I'd like to do you up the ass as well. You know, a lot of, um, of, of men actually do like the feeling of being stimulated anally. Right. Uh, even if that is something that they're afraid to admit or even afraid to experience themselves because they don't know what that's going to mean for them. Um, they don't know if, well, does this mean that I'm a homosexual? Does this mean that I'm bisexual. It's not that having your prostate stimulated is something that feels really good. Um, in fact, I have a, a male client that one of his areas of shame is how much he loves to be anally stimulated. And his wife does not know that he uses, um, anal beads, um, uh, vibrators, dildos, plugs on himself all of the time. Wow. I, I mean, and, I love it. It's and, a, the most amazing feeling. But the worst thing for that it couple is. is that they're not honest. He's not honest with his partner. Because he, he's afraid. Right. He's and that's something it. he's he's saying, does that mean that I'm gay? Oh, does okay. that mean that I am, am that there's something wrong with me well, and it's well, no it doesn't well why that's, why that's would not it? What it means. because if he's doing his wife up the ass it doesn't make her gay they're doing this in their couple there's no other people or bodies or cocks or pussies involved it's them as a couple playing with different parts of their body as they would with toys exactly and the problem is that it's just it, there are preconceived notions based on sometimes from religion, sometimes from city, sometimes from books. We have no idea where this perspective came from for him and this judgment, but it is a lot of self-judgment, which goes into the shame. And, and that's something that we've been trying to, to tackle and, and break because I, and, and it's also then because there's shame around it, it's the presentation, the really aggressive approach to your partner, which doesn't work. Um, it's important to be able to say in a calm, loving, confidently vulnerable way what your feelings and preferences are. Right. And for the fact that he's probably been doing it for quite a long time, he's afraid now to bring it up after yeah. X number of years. Uh, in fact, that was one of the issues that I had in my previous marriage where I had some issues that I it was so long later like I don't know years and years have passed and how can you bring it up after all that time that I we were actually I just didn't like having sex with my ex-husband how do you do that yeah. after so many years it's hard it is hard and and that's where oftentimes working with a coach helps because it is completely individual mm -hmm. and the way that you present that is 
it, it is going to be based on who you are, who they are, and what your relationship is. And it needs to be done in what I mentioned before, a confidently vulnerable way. Yeah. And, um, you know, saying, you know, babe, I've, there's something that I really like or don't like, and, and I don't know why I've been so ashamed to, to tell you. And I, I wish that I hadn't been hiding this from you, but this is it. I, I want to share it now mm-hmm. because I want to expand our relationship. And this is, this is what I've been feeling. And is there a way that we can incorporate this yeah, or makes these changes? That's great, so great it's, advice. It, it's in a loving way, loving to yourself and loving to your partner. It's not, look, I like this and I haven't told you. So, Take you know, her, yeah. or sending them the text. It's, that's not the way <laughs> that you're going to be able to, to get, them to understand or to be understanding. Yeah, absolutely. It's all great, great information. It's time to take a quick break. And we've uh, been having an important discussion about expectations and relationships and hard ways of bringing up topics that are maybe are uncomfortable. And we're chatting with dating and relationship coach Laurel House from the Man Whisperer podcast. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into our new segment, Things You Should Know, all about dating and relationships. This is A Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, and we'll be right back after this. Whether you're new to single life, stuck in dating hell, or coupled up and trying to spice things up, Done Being Single with host Treva and Robbie Sharf is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, Done Being Single is dating intervention with practical tools and tips that will take your dating game to the next level. Tune in to Done Being Single, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And be sure to follow Treva and Robbie on Instagram and Twitter at Done Being Single single. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're having a great discussion with Laurel House from the Man Whisperer podcast, and now we're going to one of our newer segments, which is called Things You Should Know, and today's topic is all about, of course, dating and relationships. And when it comes to sex and sexuality and relationships, there's so much to learn, and most of us don't even know what we don't know. That's why we invite our sexpert guests to enlighten us about the topics that are dear to their hearts so that we can learn and grow and strive for a better understanding of sex and sexuality. So, Laurel, let's start with this one. Five. I, have, I, have the, I have the first one. Oh, I have the first one. Start. We're, we're going to get into different things. <laughs> yeah, go for but it. But the first one is, and I'm sure guys out there and girls out there have all thought about this, but they don't talk about it. When a guy in his brain, he's saying, you know what, I want to bring up the topic of maybe having a threesome with my wife. And he finally does. And she says, great just like on Two and a Half Men, but she said, I'd like to have it with another guy. And he's like, holy crap, I was thinking about your girlfriend. How do you have that discussion? You know, it's the same way that I've been talking about. It's being completely honest, confidently vulnerable, and talking about why it is that you want to have this experience. It's not just, I think it would be really fun, but it is, I've been thinking about ways to expand our sex life. I think, well, let's look at first the the strategy. So it's what I call a U strategy, the letter U. Positivity at the top, drop down into vulnerability and back up into positivity. So I really love our sex life. Um, it's, it's 
extremely fulfilling and I love what you do to me and I can't imagine a better partner than you. And I, I think it, I'd like to get a little bit more creative and expand our sex life. And, and I've been thinking about different ways to do that. And I was thinking it could be fun to try a threesome. And is that something that you would be open to? And if she says, yeah, let's have another guy. I totally agree. Your buddy is, you know, hot and that would be fun. Then it's saying, okay, that's actually, you know, that's not exactly what I had in mind. (laughs) I I had in mind, you know, don't get, don't get pissed. Don't say, oh, well, is that because you want to fuck my friend? Yeah. Well, is that what she should assume too? So, you know, it's, it's putting yourself in your shoes and, and you want to completely be able to understand each other and think about how would I want her to approach this with me? How would I not be offended or get defensive in the way that she approaches it with me about wanting to be with my friends? So that's how I need to approach it with her about wanting to be with her friends. And then it's just if, if she says, you know, I'm really uncomfortable with that, I, I am okay with being with another woman, but let's expand this experience and perspective and make sure that we stay um, relationship focused at all times. And for me, incorporating my best friend uh, would could possibly cause problems. So what do you think about incorporating someone who neither of us knows and we don't have any emotional connection with? So there's no um, fear afterwards that you're more attracted to my best friend. Well, I really like that so idea. So coming up with a way that works for both of you. Right. And sharing fantasies in a fun way and making it fun and not like not putting it against each other saying, what, you want to you want to fuck my best friend? No, but having fun with it and finding a solution which can be good for both of you and being fun with it. Now, what about exactly what about advice for someone who wants to have sex on a first date? Sex on the first date is completely fine if that's what you want. You know, I don't, I don't have any judgment on it. Um, it's sex is a very personal and private thing, and it's going into it knowing that there are potentially repercussions. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be just because you had sex on the first date, you're a slut or that you. Uh, are only a hookup. In fact, I have a lot of clients who had sex on the first date and that ended up becoming a relationship and even marriages. So as long as you go into it knowing what you're, how you're feeling and that this is something that you truly want, it's something that they truly want, there's no pressure and you're not doing it in a drunken moment mm-hmm. that then the next day you're going to regret mm-hmm. um, or even forget, mm-hmm. which would be really bad on many levels. <laughs> so, and and knowing that sex can be fun, and just look at sex as what it is. It feels good. And yes, it can be so much more, and it can also just be fun if that's what you want on the first date. Just make sure that you're going into it as safely as possible. Use protection, use a condom, and also know that condoms aren't going to protect you from every STD. You can still get herpes. You can still get several other STDs, 
using a condom. So, uh, you know, make sure that you know the person, have conversation. And I actually, I like for clients to have the STD conversation before they have sex, whether it's on the first date or the 50th date. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you are comfortable and vulnerable enough to open your legs, you should be comfortable and vulnerable enough to open your mouth Mm -hmm. first. And when I say open your mouth, I mean communicate. (laughs) I don't mean just oral sex. Uh, That's great advice. And let's not forget at this particular point that we always are asking for consent and you have to be 100% consensual, that uh, enthusiastic yes before you go into any type of sexual activity. So Absolutely. How about some, uh, I guess, tips or fun facts about body language when it comes to dating? One of the things that's interesting about body language is that most people mistake physical flirting. Um, that there's so few people know that we're being flirted with, even if the other person thinks they're being unbelievably overt. <laughs> it might actually not be translating. And it's oftentimes because of insecurity of, oh, she's not flirting with me. No, she's probably looking somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, when really she's trying to say, hello, I am interested. Yeah. So it's okay to do overt flirting uh, using body language. And it's, it's not only okay, but it's important. And it's not only important when you're initially flirting and you're trying to pick up on someone, but it's also important when you're in a relationship, short term or long term. You want to continue with that body language. You want to continue, you know, trying to be sexy and um, and being coy sometimes and being tough sometimes and in charge and allowing your your body to communicate what your mind is saying and making sure that you're in and have integrity. So integrity is do my feelings match my words, match my actions. Well, make sure that your body language, your your actions match your words, match your feelings. Everything needs to be in alignment. That, that's absolutely true. What about falling in lust instead of falling in love? Lust is extremely uh, dangerous. So uh, sometimes people will say on the first date, oh, I didn't feel it. Or, oh my gosh, they're amazing. And I felt it and I'm going to be with them forever. Well, what that is actually is chemistry. It is not deep attraction. Chemistry shows itself in the brain in the same location as cocaine. So it actually is a self-made drug that your body is creating and therefore manipulating you because of. And the problem with chemistry and lust is that it puts blinders on to the real red flags and the real potential problems in a relationship. So you might make some really stupid decisions because of chemistry and lust, which is why I like my clients to date head first, not heart first, or hormones first. So head first is, who are you? Are you good for me? Um, Do we make sense when it comes to our values, our lifestyle, our communication, our needs, and have real conversations and be really clear on what your dating purpose is. There are three dating purposes, fun, exploration, and to be in a relationship. So to know your dating purpose and then date based on that purpose. And if your purpose is relationship, be dating head first, make sure that they're good for you. And then when you see, oh, this person is good for you, then open up your heart and your hormones and and let that chemistry happen. A first date isn't necessarily going to be about chemistry. In fact, it shouldn't be. It should be about attraction. And even if you don't feel it, on a first date, you should still go out with them on a second and even a third date, as long as there aren't real clear, big, blaring red flags. If if you think there's possibly potential and they could be good for you, then you should go out with them again. Don't just make it all about it. 
Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I think some of our listeners are going to have to listen to the show twice. There's so much amazing information. <laughs> so much stuff to know. All right. right. Um, Laurel, that was great information. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to remind everyone to go visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, for real credible information covering all topics related to sex, sexuality, and relationships. Once again, we are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. It's time for a short break. And when we come back, we're going into our favorite segment, which is Great Sex Matters. Stay your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're chatting with dating and relationship coach Laurel House. And now for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And as we always say, relationships begin and end in the bedroom. And what happens between the sheets is super important for the success of the couple. So when it comes to having great sex and communication is key... But newly formed couples might not be as comfortable talking about their wants and needs and desires in the bedroom. So we're going to have some fun with Laurel talking about her advice about great sex. So let's start talking about self-confidence and attraction uh, when you talk to your clients about their body confidence, sexual techniques. Uh, where does that sit in your program? Some of my clients will come to me or or potential clients come to me and they wonder if um, if I actually show them how to have sex. And that I do not do. <laughs> I do, however, talk about sex um, as long as it is as, as they are well-intentioned with me and they're not uh, using me for some other purpose. So that, that is something I want to be clear about. But I do talk about techniques. I talk about how to have better anal sex, how to have... Uh, vaginal orgasms, how to get your um, partner to give you better blowjobs or better blowjobs, how to, who can give better oral, um, kissing, touching, really everything. A lot of people want to talk to me about dirty talk because that's something that can instantly enhance your relationship and not even enhance but transform your sex life um, if it's done right. And unfortunately, so few couples actually dirty talk. So that's an area that I really like to talk to my couples about. Carol can get some coaching on that. <laughs> I love um, talking dirty. What about the advice and the importance you talk to your clients about the need to have good or great sex in a relationship? Sex, um, you know, is essential in a relationship. That's what differentiates it from a relationship versus a, from a sexual relationship, romantic relationship versus a friendship. So, um, if you are unhappy in your relationship sexually, communication is essential and talking about your fantasies, talking about different things that you can try uh, will help to 
make you guys more comfortable and then allow you to actually have sex. But oftentimes it starts with conversations about it. And that might be just discussing fantasy. That might be having phone sex. That might be having text sex and then taking what you guys talk about into the bedroom. And it, it might take some time to translate from verbal communication to um, to physical stimulation, and that's okay, too. And know that, that just because you don't have sex at the beginning doesn't mean that you're always going to have bad sex. Sex can change as long as you're willing to put in the time and work for your style to combine better, and that comes through through experiences and communication. Absolutely, with the communication. Now, here's a question that everybody wants to know. Does size matter? Are men hung up about the size of their penis? You know, uh, men are hung up by the size of their penis. And and for some women, yes, uh, size does matter. And for other women, it doesn't. Actually, my most popular YouTube video is called The Penis, The Size or Shape Matter Most. I think it has, I don't know, it has millions, it's like <laughs> 15 or 25 million or something views. And I, I did, you know, because I was sick of hearing how nasty guys were to other guys mm. about having small penises. Mm. This is not something that a guy has much power over. No. I mean, sure, there are some enhancing things that you can do, but unlike women who can get implants, men men can't do it as easily. And and every woman has a different preference as to the size and the shape. In my personal opinion, it's less about what you have and more about what you do with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm that is completely honest. Um, often, I actually had my best sexual experiences, my most enormous orgasms, multiple squirting hours long from oral sex mm-hmm. with someone who had a micro peanut. There you go. So it's not necessarily about that. In fact, a lot of women don't like very large penises because it just hurts too much. Some yeah. women don't want to be sold up. Some women do want to be sold up. You know, there are men who have hooks, um, which are going down. There are men who have bananas, which are going up. And it's <laughs> depending on the position, right. it might, one might be better. Yeah, absolutely. So if we were going to work on some final advice for our audience, what would you suggest to someone that they, what they could do tonight to start feeling more confident so they can attract the right people into their love life and have some great sex? First, have clarity on who you are and do that check-in to know what it is that you actually want. You might think, oh, well, I like it dirty. And then you sit and you check yourself and you're like, whoa, hold on a second. I actually like missionary and I like a lot of kissing. And that's okay. So it's just sitting and being honest with you about what you want and also looking at the why behind it. So, for example, I have a client who really likes to wear, a male client who likes to wear women's bra and panties. And he used to think that it was something weird or dirty or shameful. And as we really dug into it, we realized that it was actually about empowerment. Because growing up as a little boy, he saw women as being really strong and powerful and women wear bras and panties. Mm -hmm. So he thought, oh, bras and panties equal strong and powerful. I want some of that. I want to feel empowered. Therefore, I need to wear bra and panties. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with any anything other than power and wanting to have that and not only in life, but also in the bedroom. And he then likes a woman who is 
powerful in the bedroom, who takes charge, not because he not wants to be dominated necessarily, but because he likes to see a woman who is powerful. That is sexy to him. So it is just being honest about what it is that you like and need and dislike and don't want and looking at the why behind it and then being confidently vulnerable without any expectation of judgment, without any shame and without any apology about who you are and what you need and want. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. All right, Laurel, um, we know you have a busy day ahead of you. Um, let's remind everyone we've been talking with Laurel House from the Man Whisperer podcast. Laurel, why don't you take a minute and tell everybody where they can reach out to you, listen to your podcast, or even get some of your one-on-one amazing coaching. Uh, you can go to my website, manwhisperer.com, where you can uh, link to me so that you can ask about coaching and we can see if we're a fit. You can also just email me directly, laurel at laurelhouse.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-L. And my last name is House Like a House. You can go to iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts and find Man Whisperer. Um, You can find on Instagram at Laurel House where I give inspirational quotes and and insight uh, regularly and YouTube at Dating Laurel. Beautiful. And your books are available where? Amazon, Barnes and Noble, everywhere you buy books. Uh, just go on, search for Laurel House or Screwing the Rules, and you will find that my most recent now Screwing the Rules is directed towards women, um, but it is a great way for you to have insight into a woman's brain. And just because it's spoken to doesn't mean that the advice isn't universal because it is. So you can pick that up and um, and learn about some techniques for yourself as well. Beautiful, Laurel. Thanks so much for being here, and we hope to have you back in the near future. Yes, definitely. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. We are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. So remember to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And also tune into our network, The Sexy Lifestyle Network. Dreams shows 24-7 leaders in live internet radio with 25 other hosts all talking about sex, sexuality, and relationships. That's the thesexylifestylenetwork.com. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. And you can use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. And of course, we want to invite everyone to join us on the SDC Croatian Cruise in 2020. It's departing from Venice, Italy, August 29, 2020 for seven sensual nights and eight glorious days of visiting some of the most historic cities in Europe throughout Croatia and the Eastern Mediterranean. Come party with us on a ship full of open-minded, sexy couples and find yourself swept up into a dream world of such incredible beauty and sensuality. It'll take your breath away. For more information about this trip or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to our amazing guest, Laurel House, from the Man Whisperer podcast. Ashley, to you for listening. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your life and live healthy and always. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience 
warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure, personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.